0: Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, aka the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are I'm Karen.
1: I'm Jared. This is Ian.
0: On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, If you can't do that, you could share something on our Facebook page or tweet at us at Profane Arg. This week, a weird combination of people. We'll be talking about Prince Charles and Steve Bannon. (laughs) Yeah. They have something in common, apparently. But uh, it's it's not that good. But in any case, but first, <laughs> uh, I have a few follow-ups. I wanted to mention we had talked about people paying back uh, descendants of slaves. Yeah. Yes. Reparations. So the Je- Jesuits are actually making grounds on doing this. They are going to be trying to raise $100 million for uh, reparations hmm. uh, that their order— once owned, uh, the slaves that their order owned. Yeah, there you go.
2: Cool. And what are they going to do with the money?
0: Supposedly, they have a list of people and descendants, and they are going to be just distributing the money directly. Interesting.
2: Yeah, very interesting.
0: Yeah. trusting. I, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah. I, I exactly. guess they have church records of, of people who were owned by the church.
3: I'm having trouble with the, the um, trusting a Jesuit order of the Catholic Church to not keep the money. <laughs> That's
0: my only problem. Well, I think, you know, they have to uh, keep some of the money in order to pay the people who are doing the work, and, you know, there's a lot of overhead. We'll just have to see how much Overty overhead there costs is. have gone up. Yeah. <laughs> the percentage. Uh,
2: turns out we only got $1,000 left. <laughs> Here's a dollar for every one of you. We did right by your ancestors. <laughs>
0: That is true. We're talking about Jesuits who are not like the the priests and the clergy like, like Grinch says here. True. Still more like monks. But in any case, thought Skeptical. it was interesting because we were talking about it. Hmm. Uh another update, Sidney Powell has moved to dismiss the Dominions voting you remember the Dominions voting machines? She had this allegation that I mean They're not just her, but, but they included her right. in the in the lawsuit uh the allegation that whatever that they were rigged election machines, ties with Venezuela, whatever. So she just filed to dismiss the lawsuit, and I I love her defense. This is insane. The link that I have is from Twitter. If you follow the the link through, you can find the actual court document. It states that no reasonable person would conclude that the statements that she made were truly statements of fact. <laughs> she was just funnin', Ray. It's <laughs> just funnin'.
3: <laughs> she used those, some of those same. Well, they didn't. They used the core of the argument in court. So they said in court that things needed to be overturned. They did not make any uh, factual statements. I think purposefully. But they also, you know, there were sixty lawsuits. She was part of some of them. Even further in that same document in her defense, she still is claiming that there was uh, fraud during the election. It's amazing, but,
2: but not the part about the machines. It seems like, to I'm st- be. I'm still, I'm still sticking my guns that there was fraud. But who could it possibly believe that it was the machines? I mean, I was. That's no reasonable person would believe that when I said it a thousand it, fucking times. <laughs>
3: it, well, it's almost like the the, um, the re- you know, the response to the lawsuit was written by two different people. Which it probably was, the part where mm. the lawyers tried to save her ass, and the part where she insisted on, you know, burying herself again.
2: It does feel like a last-ditch attempt. Like, what, what more damage could I do now to myself <laughs> if I did?
3: Yeah.
2: But granted, we are also talking about the woman who went to court. Said, "There's fraud, and you got proof." And she was like, "No, but I got a feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I got a feeling." Yeah. <laughs> so, can we go to can we go to court?
0: No. Ugh. I just find her, her whole thing amazing. I mean, people with this level of of reasoning can can apparently make it quite a ways in the uh in the field uh, as an attorney. I I I don't know.
3: Well, it's the Fox News methodology. It's the same thing that Fox News did, did to journalism. They turned it from something that is supposed to be fact-based into an opinion piece. She has turned lawyering from fact-based into an opinion piece.
2: But she actually went to court, though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Like, she must have been – and this is the thing that I find amazing about this is that obviously Trump was trying to get lawyers around him that will fit his narrative, mm. right? Don't worry, Mr. Trump. I'll figure a way. We're going to get this done. And they brought in Sidney Powell. They're like, hey, you know, she's on our side. She stepped into the room. And after that, they're like, that bitch is crazy. We can't even have her – associate. and they're like, she's not associated with us. And they just unleashed the fucking kraken So to speak (laughs) As she said And she just run around on her own after that
3: Yeah Good, I hope
2: nothing but good things happen to her
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I see a a bankruptcy declaration in her future And no money's transferred
2: As in what, she never got paid?
3: Uh, No, as in uh, She got sued for a billion dollars She's not going to pay a dime She'll declare bankruptcy And that'll be the end of it Because there are no consequences As we discussed last week
2: Wait, if I get sued for a billion dollars, I could just be like, "I'm bankrupt."
3: No, not technically, no. But it's
2: time to bring back debtor's prison. Yeah.
3: (laughs) No, no, we don't because we won't be the people in jail.
0: (laughs) So, my last, uh, I had another follow up. This, I, I, we just got messaged about this earlier today. Um, one of the people who listened to the show mentioned that, uh, we talked about inheritance tax and, uh, we talked about the fact that the inheritance tax didn't exist except for, you know, really, really high sums of money. Uh, the one thing that was pointed out to us, which is entirely correct, is that, that specifically is federal that we were talking about. There is inheritance tax four states, specifically in Pennsylvania, since, you know, we're all in Pennsylvania, transfers to a surviving spouse or parent from a child age 21 or younger is 0%, but then it goes up. If it's direct descendants, it's 4.5%, 12% transfer to siblings, and 15% on other heirs, except charitable organizations and institutions and the other exemptions. But, uh, so 15%, is uh, it's it's a decent amount, but again, I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the, I wasn't able to follow up and see what the limits are as far as you know. Does it only apply to certain levels of inheritance? Like, is it only certain sums of money if it's over so much? But um, uh, I, th- I think that just- I
3: think in Pennsylvania at least it is from you know, dollar one. So if your great aunt Mabel leaves you a house or something. Yeah, you have to pay tax, 15% tax, or 10% tax if you do it within like 90 days. They give you a 5% discount if you pay the tax early. Nice. So yeah, there are taxes on inheritance, but not if you inherit from your parents. So it's not 100%.
0: And what we originally were talking about was the whole Ted Cruz thing, trying to mm. fight the inheritance tax. And that's at a federal level. That's what the Senate is looking at. But in any case, each state does have a different inheritance tax. And that is that is very true. So moving on to news, Um, we had, I think we have to start, in Georgia, we've actually had two shootings, mass shootings now, this last week, since our last show. And I really don't have that much on Colorado, but I did focus a little bit on the guy in Georgia, and mainly because it seemed very appropriate for the show. Um, There's a high religion index to why... He went on a shooting spree. So
2: not if you talk to most liberals. Yeah. How do you mean? Yeah. Well, tell me more. Oh, my God. They they, most liberals refuse to believe that it was motivated by the fact that this kid was sexually frustrated and riddled with uh, religious nonsense and that it was just straight up a hate crime.
0: So there's three aspects of this that I wanted to hit on. One was religion, the second is race, and the third is guns. So I I haven't actually heard that argument, Jared. So uh, let's start with the religion piece. Okay. Because the kid – so what? He is saying that it it was due to his – them enticing him and his – him trying to control his sexual desires –
2: he basically felt dirty every time he went to a massage parlor. He felt guilty because of his religion. If you want to boil it boil it down to its basics.
0: Being that I think I'm double his age and have never walked into a massage parlor, I'm not exactly sure what the problem of just not going would have been. But Ah, uh, because he, he was taught by his church that
3: masturbation was a sin and that it, he would go to hell if he masturbated. So you've got a testosterone-soaked teenager feeling guilty for all of his you know evolutionary urges not understanding them being told that they're sinful and his counseling the counseling that he received just made it worse you throw in probably a, a, a an unstable personality and racism and guns and holy crap
2: see i'm still not seeing where the racism comes into this but
3: the, the racism well it's 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 racism and misogyny packed together um, women... I don't even.
2: I, I don't even see the misogyny.
3: Well, to be honest with you, well, women are in hidden his religious circles. They are just objects of desire. Objects being the operative word.
0: Yeah, that ties in with the religious stance. They. So we have an article from the Crabapple First Baptist Church, which is the church that he was a member of. They put out this article and they took down all their sermons that they had online and they took tried to take everything down. And of course, once things are on the Internet, it never goes away. So people found some of, of the sermons and stuff and what they had preached. And they distinctly had preached that there was a specific sermon about how a woman should be quiet, uh, should worship not interfere with the men they should do it on their own in in quiet and not speak up or uh try to override a man's opinion in church there was a lot on um how the christian people were raised up by god and that the others were you know dirty and you shouldn't associate with people who are not christian like it was a very pronounced more fundamental christian aspect to this church
2: right but he didn't go in and shoot this place up because these women were were speaking up to him or not doing what he wants they he was was removing the temptation that made him feel bad
0: right but they so they were the temptation they were the object of his lust so they didn't matter as much and i think it all like feeds in together that he just thought they were lesser yeah they were his temptation they weren't uh,
2: i guess there's two ways of looking at it i i don't look at it like he was equating with them to be lesser that he was just like what i'm doing is bad they're making me be bad yeah. by offering this to me so i'm gonna eliminate this and they're clearly bad people to some extent because that even his roommate was like every time he would come home from a massage parlor he would just he would start talking about it and he would tie religion into it about how bad he felt and ashamed mm. which is crazy because when you leave a massage parlor you feel great <laughs> he's <that> crazy <laughs> oh we need to add that too he's crazy
3: <laughs> yes there's yeah I think there's certainly a, a, a chunk of crazy in there as well is the religion and the race and the guns
1: yeah we're, so were all were all the victims Asian
2: six no, of the only eight six yeah six of them were okay I don't know if the other two just happened to be were, were they just patrons were they just other women working there
3: I think one was a man
2: oh so he was probably just looking to get a rub and tug
3: very possible unknown yeah
2: So we're all, uh, at least the three of us were on the same page, that religion played an awful part in this, no matter how you slice it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
3: And there doesn't need to be a single answer. I think there's multiple answers to this. There's multiple components to this. I mean, religion alone did not drive him to this. Racism alone did not drive him to this. The availability of guns alone did not drive him to this. It was just a toxic combination.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you see this picture, he was clearly off the wall. Mm. Who would grow their beard that way? (laughs) (laughs) Crazy person would.
0: The other aspect that we didn't really touch on, the firearms that he used, he purchased that day. Um, He went in, purchased a a handgun, and then went out, got a massage, and took the handgun with him and used it that very same day. So the idea, I mean, a lot of states have a waiting period on handguns. Would that have made a difference? Uh, It's hard to say because it seemed like a deliberate act, right? So he could have purchased it. Waited, got it later, and done the exact same thing.
2: Right, but, but it, there's no harm in the waiting.
0: Right,
3: right. on Jeff's and,
2: point,
3: Jeff just said abortions have a waiting period. There's a waiting period to vote, but no waiting period for guns. That it's crazy. doesn't make, yeah, it doesn't make sense.
2: I'll tell you though, if there's one good thing to come out of this coronavirus, and I don't know if you can call this a good thing, but like when I heard this story, I was like, oh man, that's screwed up. And then I saw Colorado, and like was legitimately shocked. For the first time on a gun shooting in a long time, where I was like, holy shit. Right, because it's been almost a year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: But two in one week.
1: Gotta make up for lost time. Yeah.
2: (laughs) By the way, to anybody who's saying that the uh, police peacefully took out a white guy out in Colorado and led him calmly to the car, that is not true. That guy was not white.
3: No. He's He's American, but he is uh, very much of Muslim heritage.
2: Yeah.
3: I would say Arabic. Sure. Arabic.
2: Well, it's nice that things are getting back to normal in America.
3: You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm telling you. You could just, I mean, what's it going to do? Uh, you know, again, now we're just back to normal horrific. I mean, you could plug in whatever cliche you want. Oh, it's an inanimate object. It's a mental health issue. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And yeah, who cares? As long as they're making money, who cares how many bodies stack up? Yeah. Second Amendment, yo. And Ted Cruz, did you sue
2: him? With I, his,
1: did, I, did, with his, I don't give him any time anymore. I hate. Oh, that
2: he made this dumbass statement where he's like, "Anytime Democrats get crazy about a gun shooting, they propose these crazy fucking laws." This was in between the two shootings, by the way. <laughs> so this is like the day before Colorado. Like, like we're just we're just overreacting to all this. <laughs> you get, get your shit together, Ian. All right, for God's <laughs> sakes. Stop being such Sorry. a baby about these shootings.
3: <laughs> I mean, it, it honestly feels like a large segment of the population has come to terms with periodic large acts of gun violence. Yeah. And that it's that's just the way, the way it's going to be from now that's on. the
2: price you pay for the Second Amendment.
3: Yeah. That's a disturbing notion.
2: The Second Amendment hasn't affected my life in any way. <laughs> Good or bad. Yeah. I've never said thank God for it, and I've never been like, "Oh my God, if I hadn't gone there, I wouldn't have got shot." So to to look at it that way, like for instance, if you know if you're going to be pro Second Amendment, and you're going to look at the Colorado shooting and be like, "Well, if everybody had guns, <laughs> everybody in the store would they all would have been dead?" Yeah, I was.
1: You know, that's what I would assume. I, I <coughs> seem to recall hearing that the first victim was the cop that ran in there with his gun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, again, I am a, you know, I I like owning firearms. I like target shooting, but the idea that everybody, you know, if everybody had a gun, it would be calm. No, I've seen people.
1: (laughs) It would be horrible.
0: (laughs) It would be awful. Yeah.
1: I'm so angry. I don't need a gun. I mean,
0: Uh, I like playing
2: video games. If, If you told me that every time I bought a game off Steam, there was a one to two percent chance that someone might die unless I waited three days for the game. <laughs> I'd wait for the fucking game, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, I just put it purchasing for a game. It'll be here in three days. Nobody's gonna. <laughs> There's a good chance no one's gonna die. I cut my my percentage <laughs> down in half. What? I mean, because they're not using this these guns to defend themselves. Let's get that shit out of the way right now and off the table. You nobody's buying guns in this country to defend. They may say they're defending themselves, but it's not like they're ducking and weaving outside of their houses to get to the car to get to work because there's so many fucking bullets flying and they got to fight their way through fucking mobs of bad guys to get into their job.
0: Well, I think that comes from the whole, uh, you know, serial killers thing that happened in California. There were multiple like that. People want to have something in their house so that if somebody breaks a window and, and charges in, they can they can handle it.
2: Right, that's and that's fine because I mean, even if I drove around with a baseball bat, I would be feel somewhat more protected, right? But it's not a constant threat for everybody, true, at all times. So we can eliminate that off the table, right? Unless maybe you live in like the inner city of some fucking ghetto (laughs) where you might get robbed every day coming home from work. Maybe then I could see it. So, and it's just like Jim Jeffrey said. The bottom line is, is, you just like the fucking guns. Mm. Just admit, just admit that part. Hey, I like guns. I like shooting guns. Okay. I think Ray led with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: talking for everybody. Almost and verbatim. I'm not yelling at Ray. <laughs> no.
0: I, I would I would make an argument. I not that I want to get into the whole gun argument in total, but I, I would make the argument that it does make a difference with I mean, there are a few different places. Like if you live on your own out in the wilderness, like where I grew up, we had times where there were rabid animals, where there were wild dogs, we, we used the firearms as a tool to, to defend ourselves like we couldn't go outside until we took care of these problems so and and at the same time if you like you have a a woman who's in an abusive relationship or is getting out of abusive relationship she can't i mean she's easily physically overpowered by the stronger more aggressive male it it evens the playing field a firearm evens the playing field so it like there are several arguments for firearms that I understand, but at the same time, yeah, I fully admit the firearms that I have, most of them are because I like to I like to go shooting. I like to go target practice. They're not for just for defense. Like one of my guns is for defense. That's that's it.
2: Right, but I'm not saying but what I'm saying is is that not I would say if not the majority of people who buy guns are really not buying them to defend themselves. They're probably saying it. And there are legitimate people who probably do need it or would feel better with it, but that's probably a way smaller percentage than the average American who walks around his life and never needs a gun for anything.
3: Well, I right. think it's telling that the most gun owners do not own just a single gun. They own multiple guns, sometimes very large numbers of multiple guns.
2: Yeah. Having said that, I'm sure people could cite thousands of times where people used a gun to, survive, to protect themselves. Again, I'm not saying that that's not a thing. Sure. But- we're not, you know, I mean, the reason there's a Second Amendment was because of, like, other countries coming right. in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop using that excuse. Just be honest with me on the one fucking most important part. You just like it. It's a fun hobby. And I'm sure it is fun. Blowing shit up sounds fun to me.
0: The, the argument of I need to defend my household so I need an AR-15 mm-hmm. is nearly ludicrous. Like, that's just, that's not a defense weapon.
3: No, I mean, that
0: is a weapon of war. That is a weapon designed to kill multiple people quickly. And it's been toned down slightly from being fully automatic to semi-automatic to fit the rules of the country, because Mm -hmm. we did have to impose rules that fully automatic weapons were not acceptable to our society. That apparently is okay and doesn't violate the Second Amendment. But if you then say, well, we want to take it a step further. No, that's a violation. I mean, did you
2: see that they uh, the Republicans voted against the uh, re-upping the Violence Against Women Act? Yep. Right. Because of the fucking boyfriend gun loophole thing in there?
3: <laughs> you can't- No, what was you, the
2: loophole? No, it, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. You, you,
3: you can't take away the abusive boyfriend's guns. That's against the Second Amendment.
2: <laughs> so they yeah. just voted against the whole thing? <laughs> yep. Those fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't even know how you could look at that part of it and go, oh, no, that's gone too far. How
1: how unbelievably despicable and greedy can you be? I'm I'm genuinely astounded every week. I know I try to play that I'm (laughs) burnt out and I just can't believe it. There's no hope left. But every week they sink lower and lower. It's just absolutely stunning.
3: They they objected to um, a ban on uh, people on the no-fly list purchasing guns. We already (laughs) have the list. We could say, all right, we have determined that these people – we cannot let them fly because they're not safe to have in our society, but they can have an AR-15. That's fine.
1: Didn't the NRA go bankrupt?
3: Yes. Doesn't mean they're, they're going with that.
2: Yes. How can they still be an unshakable lobby? <laughs> well, now, because they know most of their voters are just rabid gun nuts, so it's not even about the money anymore. <laughs> they like, need this to hold their base.
3: Well, the crazy thing is, though, is that uh, if you do polls, like 70% of the country is for, you know gun control. It's for background checks. It's for logical first step, logical steps to prevent people like this kid from getting a handgun without a waiting period.
0: Yeah. The majority of firearm owners are for background checks. Yeah. Um, the, and it's the vast majority of people. If you look at people who have, uh, if you ask whether or not they have a carry permit, if somebody has a carry permit, it's they're 90% likely to say people should have a background check before purchasing firearms. It's 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 just that the NRA has such a, a high percentage of the population worked up about it. They, they it's always a slippery slope argument. As soon as you start doing a background check, that's the government coming in and and, you know, putting my fingerprints on file or, you know, whatever the Conspiracy, there he is.
1: Putting one of those Bill
2: Gates microchips in you? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, what are these ditches going to realize that they don't need that shit to find you? It's very easy to find you.
3: <laughs> let's look <laughs> at January 6th, <laughs> for an example. Let's look yeah. at all the people that were in the Capitol building that day. Hmm, let's go arrest them.
2: <laughs> you, you give me a month and, I mean, Jesus Christ, did anybody see that documentary, the uh, Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix? I didn't, Oh, but I would they, like to. I heard it was good. Oh, it's amazing. You should watch it. But these are people who are not cops who formed a Facebook group, who tracked down and got a guy who posted a random video of himself killing a cat. And they got him with Google Maps and some other shit. I mean, they (laughs) found him. Uh, So I'm sorry. (laughs) Getting yourself fingerprinted or registered to buy a gun is not going to help the government find you. They're going to find you.
0: Yeah, I've been on file with the FBI for 30 years. It has impacted my life in no way whatsoever.
2: Plus, I don't know why they were worried about this when Trump was in charge. That was the one thing I could never figure out was the hatred of the government, but the love of Trump. You can't trust the government, but I trust Donald Trump. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, the guy at the head of the government? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. So you brought up January 6th. I was going to uh, use that to transition to uh, a somewhat related story. I wanted to mention mention, uh, Ammon Bundy. Um, Yeah. Our favorite <laughs> so, reoccurring yeah.
2: character
1: on P.N. is I want to say, Oregon or somewhere out there? Idaho. <laughs> Idaho. Yeah.
0: Ugh. So he was supposed to show up in court this, uh, I think it was just this last week. And he did show up, uh, but he was not wearing a mask. He refused to wear a mask. It was requirement to wear a mask to go into the courthouse. So they kept him out. And the judge then uh, put out an arrest warrant for him, an additional arrest warrant, for not appearing at his uh, court date. (laughs) How's
1: that going for him?
0: (laughs) What a ridiculous way to get into more hot water, to not show up to your court date because you refused to wear a mask. (laughs) What was the punishment for the last time he did something that killed people? Not much. So in 2014... He led a standoff with federal agents, just so we're clear, because, uh, he claimed that the federal agents were going to seize his father's cattle from a lot of land near his ranch. Now, in fact, what he was doing, his family was, uh, uh, feeding Stealing. his cattle on this property, which he wasn't paying for. So he was mooching off the government. Let's, let's be perfectly clear about this. Um, and that caused the standoff and the, in this case, the government was so congenial, they let the standoff occur and, and continue for a very long time. Um, he, he pleaded not guilty to the charges. He was supposed to appear in front of a judge last Monday, um, and that's when he was uh, cited for, for not appearing at court. I don't know about the deaths that he's directly responsible for.
3: There was a, um, one of the people that was in the standoff with him, uh, drove out and confronted, I want to say the FBI and the FBI shot him cause he, you know, pulled a gun on him.
1: Oh my. Yeah. Mm.
3: So the, 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 he has been flouting the law for years and has not spent, you know, more than, you know, overnights in jail, as far as I can tell.
2: Well, he's an American hero, Karen. I don't know what
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's another case of there are no consequences for his actions. So why the hell would he stop? It's
0: this whole concept of I live out in the boonies and I take care of myself. I provide for my family. I don't ask anything of the government so the government should stay out of my business. Except for the fact the government does provide for you. It provides the roads. It provides the, the land that you were grazing your fucking cattle on. Um, it, it provides all sorts of different things. And he he thinks that he doesn't have to follow the rules because he takes care of himself. And it's that whole mentality, this wild wild west mentality of, you know, I take care of everything myself, the the government should leave me be.
2: Eh, he'll be dead soon. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they send dildos to those guys?
3: Yeah, I believe I hope they
2: did. So. <laughs> weren't they when they had to stand up they they realized they went there with no food and they were like, please send us snacks, like trying to go fund me snacks? Yeah. And stuff, and people start sending them dildos. I think I remember hearing that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. um moving onward to uh some politics I wanted to mention an a, a website's part of the ACLU website um, they have put together uh so they have found that there's a string of state bills giving religious organizations blanket immunity from anything and uh, they're are asking for donations to try to uh, to try to combat this um it's just I mean we've talked about several different things of, you know, religious exemptions over the last several months. So they they basically compiled a list and they're looking to do what they can to stop it, to stop religious exemptions from, I mean, religious organizations, state could claim immunity from criminal prosecution and civil liability for sexual abuse, physical harm of children. They could be shielded from the consequences of violating non-discrimination laws uh, we've talked about that several times. Mm. Uh, religiously motivated hate groups avoid prosecution for criminal activities. I mean, they've got a whole list here. So if you're looking for something to support, I
3: the ECLU
0: in general is good, and this very specifically is a good uh, is a good cause.
1: As you were reading that list, I felt like the church looked at that list and went, "Yep, that's all things we're definitely going to do. We definitely need to be immune,
0: <laughs> right?" Uh, I've got a few more religious things in a little bit, but I also wanted to mention Kentucky. This surprised me a little (sighs) bit. Kentucky is, uh, they have legislation to adopt early voting. So they're moving in uh, the opposite direction as the, what is it, hundred and some bills in 24 states to suppress the vote. Uh, Kentucky is actually expanding their voting.
3: Is it only for male landowners, maybe? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow white nope. male landowners that'd be amazing they
1: get <laughs> early voting privileges <laughs> kentucky would totally get away with it <laughs>
0: uh it doesn't look like it it looks like huh. they're they want to do early voting so that they could allow people to uh a more easier time to vote so <laughs> good job kentucky yeah <laughs> i don't, don't say, say that much no <laughs>
3: mostly because of their senators but
1: right <laughs>
3: And they don't have a lot of say in state politics, so.
1: But they're the two worst. Mm-hmm. Golly. Yeah. They really are. Thinking about Rand Paul makes me angry and sad. Ooh. Imagine being his neighbor. <laughs> I, I would have punched him.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, next thing I've got under religious nonsense. Uh, the 57 black pastors signed a letter saying that they want the Equality Act to be replaced with an act called the Fairness for All Act. Now, the Equality Act is in support of LGBTQ civil protections. So it establishes that LGBTQ persons in employment or for housing that they're protected, just as um, uh, someone of a different ethnicity or what have you. You know, like, it, it's part of that. Yeah. So the Equality Act is for that. But so these guys say, yeah, we're, we're all for that, but it really should be, instead of the Equality Act, it should be this, this uh, Fairness for All Act. And this, like our soaring eagles of freedom, is a disguised name. Fairness yes. for All is basically the same thing as the Equality Act, except it has exemptions for religious organizations. Oh, of course, course it is. Yes. So we need to, to <laughs> protect all of the rights of the LGBTQ, except... Uh, we need to protect my right to discriminate them because of my religion more than that. You sneaky sons of bitches.
1: <laughs> as soon as I heard Fairness for All, I was like, oh, this is an all lives matter situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except specifically, it's 57 black pastors signed it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I don't understand
3: people that have seen inequality supporting inequality. Yeah. Seems kind of wrong. Religion, that's how they do it. Not true believers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. I need to grab that link that Jeff threw in there. There's uh, three ways that the Fairness for All Act doesn't protect LGBTQ people from discrimination. Um, ACLU, support them if you can. Anything else in politics, that sort of stuff? Because the rest of that I have is on coronavirus. Uh, I I kind of checked out this week
3: politics i think biden tripped up the stairs of air force one and that was the biggest scandal we had this week <laughs> but as you pointed out yeah, up- that's
2: a that's a forever scandal though
3: mm.
2: right. uh, i don't know what you're talking about because clearly cnn and msnb have been hiding that video from me um <laughs> and uh because they would never show that about dude, their precious joe biden but if it was donald trump they would
3: <laughs> it's funny <laughs> well, i saw it at least it wasn't toilet paper was on his say, shoe <laughs> right. I-, I
1: saw all those things i mean it didn't mean Trump didn't have the hardest time walking down a small incline. Like, he'll never live that down. Or, Gerald Ford fell down some wet
2: steps. Or he's Trump the walk- clumsy guy. Trump walking up the stairs with toilet paper stuck to his shoe. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or not being able to operate an umbrella.
2: I mean, it's the it's the best they got next to um, the border crisis that's
3: going on. Mm. Which is made up, it turns out. Mostly. Well, Kind of, a,
2: it kind of is. It's a problem. A I wouldn't problem. call it a crime. Yeah, it's a problem. He's definitely putting kids in facilities. Um, he's not ripping them away from their parents, right? And locking them in cages.
0: Yeah, that's uh, progress. These are un-
2: unaccompanied minors that they need to store <laughs> somewhere.
0: Yeah. Well, and they're they're putting them in places until they can find family to come pick them up. Right. It, again, yeah, it's not, not, not kids in cages. It's uh, we're waiting this room until we can get a hold of your relatives.
2: Yeah, we're not uh, just splitting up the parents and the children and then just not figuring out how to get them back together ever again. Right. Like past administration. Um, And there are definitely people coming, but most of them are getting turned away due to coronavirus. So they just don't have to wait in Mexico anymore for their asylum hearings if they do get one. So it's a problem because a lot are coming, but I wouldn't call it a, a... A crisis? I wouldn't call it a crisis. Also, gas prices... I don't know. They've been steadily going up since Trump was in office, but somehow it's Joe Biden's fault because he flipped that, you know, he turns that dial in the White House that sets the gas prices. Right.
1: <laughs> that controls the gas prices. Yeah.
2: I think, I think he's bumping into it by accident and keeps raising it, not realizing what he's doing. He's so doing.
1: clumsy. He's always falling over. I know. Cause sense. he's
2: such a dummy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, other than that, what else we got? <laughs> uh, uh his oh. dog
1: is undignified and doesn't belong in the White House. Oh, yeah. Bef- it's a well, killing machine.
2: Well, before that, you know, he wasn't taking care of the dog. The dog looked kind of ratty, you know? It <laughs> uh, It was looking ratty like it wasn't taken care of, but then it bit a fucking somebody. We don't know who. just scandal. <laughs> who did the dog bite? This is why you shouldn't have a dog.
0: <laughs> so it's Probably one of the secret servants that still smelled like Trump. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm calling the next outrage. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. I'm I am surprised that this has not fucking happened yet because I read about this probably maybe a week ago. All right. Marvel Comics is coming out with a comic book called uh, We Are Captain America. And I guess it's about a bunch of different little Captain Americas doing different Captain America things, you know, around America. One sure. of them is gay <gasps> and he's on the cover. So it's a gay Captain America. So I saw that, and I go, oh man, that's gonna be the new thing. It's gonna, be, it's gotta be the new thing, right? <laughs> but I haven't heard anything yet. So I'm still putting it out there. Gay Captain America gonna be an issue. It's gonna be brought up in Congress. Ted as Cruz big as is Doctor good- Seuss. Yeah, he's gonna read a Captain America comic book out loud,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then Chris Evans is gonna tweet something like, "I'm gay" or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> hmm.
3: All right, we'll
0: see. Just, just wait. It's possible. They will Who surely be the, horrified. Who the was read the, the green eggs and ham?
2: That was uh, McCarthy. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he
0: could make it to a, a Captain America comic. I think the words would be too complex.
2: <laughs> all right. Maybe he'll watch Captain America, one of the movies. That might be easier for him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey.
2: So uh, only briefly to follow us up
1: because I saw that Jeff posted it in the Discord and it's something that has been bothering me all week. What's up with Biden firing all the pot smokers? Mm. Yeah, I heard about that. What a dick. <laughs>
0: I mean, were they smoking Eddie, pot Eddie while they were? Any
1: that ever has smoked weed got fucking canned.
0: If they were smoking pot while they were on their job, like yeah, at I see the that White would House, be an issue. maybe you know, but that's not what happened.
1: Getting that dog high so it doesn't lash out all the time.
0: <laughs> I mean, biting. Biden... You,
3: you think
2: that was
0: him or Kamala? Because I know she
2: she's not a, although she changed her tune for a little bit, but she's still a cop.
3: Well, it's probably neither of them. It's probably the chief of staff and his crew. I mean, they're they're following federal law, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> If you wanted somebody to reform the drug laws in this country, Joe Biden <laughs> and Kamala Harris are not your people. Not your team. No. They are going to go bend to the left on this, but they're not going hard on the left. Slowly.
3: It's, slowly.
0: Very <laughs> <Yeah>. slowly.
1: <laughs> Doesn't seem that bendy, but uh,
0: we're not uh, going to make we'll a see. lot of progress in the next four years. I mean, she was a prosecutor. She has no solid record on letting people, you know, off for minor drug offenses. Um, and Biden has voted in the opposite direction. Right. Biden's <laughs> just an old man. <laughs> right. And they have moved to the left. They've become a little bit more progressive on the topic. But, I mean, yeah. If Again, we, there was m- much better chance for for Obama to make progress here than than Biden, yeah, and it wasn't made. So yeah. I guess be happy that they were
2: fired and not prosecuted for yes.
3: I think the more likely the states are going to bend this curve. I think enough states are going to legalize yeah. it, and then the, the the all will be easy to change federally.
0: It seems like that's what has to happen, and yeah. but
3: it is happening. So yep. So oh, Pennsylvania is getting close to. Um, well, they're talking about getting close to legalizing recreational. Pennsylvania, we don't, we can't barely sell alcohol on Sundays.
2: Right. Well, <laughs> I tell you, Governor Wolf can't shut up about that fucking weed. He's dying to smoke a joint <laughs> in, in the governor's mansion. Right.
0: Well, he probably is a, 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 just right. following his lieutenant governor. So right. you know,
1: I was just gonna say he'll, no. be, on, he'll be on the senatorial trail with.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, I Lieutenant look at Wolf, Governor that, Stone Cold. That be guy awesome. is so fucking chill, Wolf. All the time, he's got to be smoking weed. Like I imagine, he toaks up right before he goes out, and he's just like, "All right, here's the deal, guys. All right, the deal. <laughs> let me let me tell you how
1: this is gonna go down. Uh, the Republicans are gonna try to obstruct me. I'm going to ignore them, <laughs> and then Fetterman is going to shame them publicly. <laughs>
2: all right, are we all cool? Wear your mask. All right, wear your mask. I'm out of here.
3: <laughs> i think for him a large part of it's going to be an easier way to balance the budget it's a lot of revenue coming in if he goes um to recreational if you can prove to him that it's not going to you know damage the soul of the state he'll do it because it's cash he needs it yeah
2: and get off my cigarettes wolf for fuck's sake
3: <laughs> <laughs> you should quit you should quit you should quit <laughs>
2: I wouldn't be getting my vaccine so early if I wasn't smoking, so ha ha! Smoking wins,
3: Karen! Turns out ex-smokers are in just as much danger and can also get a vaccine.
2: so you might as well smoke. (laughs) I did not follow that one.
1: (laughs) Got her! Gotcha! Uh (laughs) That's good. So
0: I think that that the the last thing I want to mention on politics, if Biden wants to to really make a name for himself and just bury Trump, the one thing that Trump – he did a few things. Trump did a few good things. But the one thing that he did that was actually really decent was some of the prison reform that he did. He released a bunch of people for petty crimes like uh, drug offenses, minor stuff, nonviolent crimes. Like just look at what Trump did and go, we could expand on that. And just bury the thing that Trump did, like make it seem ludicrous by the amount of prison reform that you put out. That would really irritate the fuck out of Trump. And <laughs> yeah, I think and that's not, what you should do. And don't
2: worry about them the way they're going to spin it because it doesn't matter. You release one person, they would throw a fit. So just release them all. It'll be the same amount of outrage.
0: Yeah, don't don't worry about Republican spin. They're going to say shit about you if you just sit there, like dude. They went after your dog, Joe. All right? Then we don't
2: have yeah. dogs. So it doesn't really matter. It's just do whatever you want.
3: I mean, all low-level drug crime should just be taken off the books. I mean, sure, if you're an upper-level deal- dealer, fine. Stay in jail. But, you know, street crime, drug selling? No. Stop. Just stop. Get them all out. I mean, some of yeah. them are in jail for life because of the three strikes nonsense. That is crazy. I, really
2: I really thought we moved past this pot thing when we found out that John Boehner had invested in, in a marijuana company. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like, it just seemed like a solid money maker for everybody, which I know is the one motivating thing in, in this country for over, trumps all things.
3: <laughs> but yeah, but the, the people need to understand how they can make money in it. And they c- couldn't monetize it personally, so they had to be against it. Capitalism is the thing that, you know, the, the gears that grind this country. And there was no way to factory farm marijuana yet. When there is, it's, all the laws are going to go away.
2: I thought there was though. I hear stories of people buying land all over the place.
3: People are starting, yeah. It's it's starting up I mean, that's why all the states are starting to um to legalize it because they're starting to find the revenue streams in it. But you mm. know, people you'll notice in a lot of places that you can buy marijuana, but you can't grow marijuana. You still can't have a you know, backyard plot. You can I wonder buy if I should it. start
2: buying start buying up farmland in Pennsylvania.
3: <laughs> it's really expensive. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, yeah, but just in case, you know, I mean you you triple your profit on that if people start needing
3: that for pot. Yeah, then hemp to replace cotton.
2: I was
1: gonna say we could start our own pot farm. Why? Why? Why be middlemen? Oh, good point.
0: Mm. <laughs> All right. On that note, it is almost ten o'clock. I'm gonna hit the coronavirus stuff. Okay. Truth in Advertising. TruthinAdvertising.org has a website that I thought was interesting. They have a running list of coronavirus scams if you pull up this url and take a look at it you will be scrolling for a while No, oh dear um the number of scams that, that are out there are insane but this is a running list so they are going to be uh they were going to be updating it um so we do know that uh that trump went out and secretly got his uh his vaccine i, I compare this to prince charles prince charles made a statement who it was kind of taking a, a little bit of a stab at uh, anti-vaxxers. He said, Who would have thought that in the 21st century there would be significant lobby opposing vaccination, giving its track record in eradicating so many terrible diseases and its current potential to protect and liberate some of the most vulnerable in our society from coronavirus? This would be great, except... He is also one of the uh, patrons of the uh, homeopathic society in the UK. So <laughs> he's all about the science, except where he can make money off of the homeopathy stuff. So What a shock. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that a rich man in a top hat hates money?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also that he's not that bright. <laughs>
1: no. Well, he knew a lot about the, you know, vaccines. <laughs> he just... Made some financially questionable choices.
0: <laughs> Speaking of uh, not very bright but uh, really likes money, uh, I associated Prince Charles with Steve Bannon in the beginning. Steve Bannon is uh, now backing a vitamin supplement free. Uh, he's he's getting a he's selling a defense pack from the War Room.
2: It's, oh, uh, boy. Yeah, this all sounds like f- familiar language. Yep. yep.
0: Vitamin D3 and zinc pills, which will uh, completely help you against COVID-19, it actually except in no way whatsoever. I mean, wait. No, it, well, well yes.
3: vitamin D does help. Zinc has been shown to help reduce the time it takes to get over a common cold, but that's as close as you're getting with that.
0: <laughs> uh, and vitamin, vitamin D... Is has there have been some studies on it and there's been nothing proven? No,
3: no, no. Foul. (laughs) Nope. There have been lots of
0: studies.
3: (laughs) There have been lots of studies and they have all shown a correlation of people do better if they have a higher level of vitamin D in their bloodstream ahead of time. You can't just take vitamin D once you get COVID. It doesn't help then. It's too late. Um, Vitamin D is stored in your fat cells. And the more that you have stored, the better you will do. So you right, need to keep up on your a vitamin D. But vitamin D
0: supplement does not get ingested and does not get processed the same as if you generate the vitamin D on your own by getting enough sunlight.
3: Hey, it's, so it's,
1: what well, if, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> what if we convert the pill to a suppository <laughs> that you can insert with some <laughs> sort of <laughs> copper rod? Mm.
2: I think I'm on to something. I think, Double I think, immunity. I think this is a stupid plan because there's a
3: fucking vaccine now. Yeah, yeah but he's not selling the vaccine. He's not making money right. off the vaccine.
2: Oh, I get it. I know he's trying to court the market for the dipshits who are like, I'm not taking a vaccine. Yep. <laughs> I just ran into somebody today like that. I couldn't believe the audacity of this dude. Open the door to my office as I'm going out. It's a, it's an, a friend of mine who's also an agent now no mask on, walks right in, I go, no mask? He's like, no, what do you need a mask for? Like, he acted like, like he didn't, had no idea what I was talking about. And I go, are you fucking serious, dude? Right? And he's like, oh, no, 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 You just, if you just act like nothing's happening, nothing will happen to you. And I go, it's not so. Right? Wow. And, I go, you, and he goes, I, and he also is a chiropractor, if there's, oh. there's any indication. He's like, I've been running my business the whole time. I go, oh, dude. And he wanted to fist bump me. And I go, no, dude, you got your hands on people all fucking day. And then he was just like, I can't believe you're a mask wearer. I go, I'm just like, I'm aghast that you would walk into this office like that. Like the balls, like you can't even, I mean, it says on the door, wear a fucking mask.
3: Wow. The power of positive positive thinking he thinks is going to get him through. Uh,
2: Just, I mean, listen, I've ignored a lot of medical conditions that I probably should have seen a doctor for that (laughs) seem to have gone away, but please.
0: (laughs) I can't believe you're a mask wearer. <laughs> that's the part that got me.
2: Yeah, it was tough. It was really tough. <laughs> but what I don't understand is like, I mean, I guess that's fine if you don't want to wear a mask in your personal life and you want if you if a place doesn't require a mask, you're not gonna wear it. I guess that's your own personal choice, but my office specifically says wear a mask and he just right through the door. Hey Jared Wait right for the fist bump. I'm like, what do you I don't do that anymore? <laughs> Why not? I'm like, have you heard of coronavirus?
3: Wow, that that that's shocking.
2: Yeah, it's a real downer. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that happened.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so well, again,
1: is-
2: if I need to reiterate, chiropractor, mm-hmm. right, right. Very good point. And one of them, one of them, that he's fixing all diseases by mm. snapping your bones around.
0: Yeah. <sighs> uh so one of the uh, one of the things that's related to that the, in the Atlantic, the this was uh, five days ago that this article came out saying that uh, hey, there's a very clear sign. That uh, the numbers are going to get worse again. And, uh, hey, five days later, uh, we can clearly see that the numbers are spiking up again. They showed some of the data, uh, cases going up, hospitalizations slightly going up. Uh, deaths had not started going up yet. Um, five days later, yeah, we're, we're starting to see the numbers rise again.
1: Yep, in my little microcosm, even. Because uh, normally I get one to two calls per week from the superintendent. Uh, you know, in accordance with their health plan, alerting all the families of, you know, one case of coronavirus in the middle school, one case of coronavirus in the high school, something like that. This week, it started Monday, first thing, I got uh, him telling me about five cases of coronavirus mm. in the high school. And then today, he told me about two cases of the coronavirus in the middle school involving staff and students. And I was like, mm. yeah,
3: this is getting good. Yep, it's ramping up hey, here, wait. too. We
1: saw the finish line and everybody got
3: way too antsy. And it's a little warm outside and the sun came out and everybody went, woohoo, we can party now.
1: Mar-a-Lago had a partial shutdown
2: because of a coronavirus outbreak. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I feel like a lot of this going on right now, too, uh, throughout the country is spurred on by our greatest and oldest nemesis throughout this pandemic, college kids. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. Going on spring break.
2: Miami's a fucking like war zone right now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, c- coming back to town. I mean, you know, in Little State College here. We invited twenty thousand people from all around the world. Well, mostly country at the moment. Not many from right. the world, but all over the all over the country. Come party with us. Yeah. <laughs> Great.
1: I was gonna say East Hall's has gone untwerked for months. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Only funny to some of us.
3: Uh.
2: <laughs> Join us.
3: Spring break in Miami, but I, you know what's coming up, though? This big religious holiday coming up when everybody gets together and, you know. Uh, for Easter? Yeah, yeah. An
1: Easter spike? Every holidays. Man. Next week. I did,
0: I did see something about Easter. There are a lot fewer people uh, poll. Uh, uh, Pew did a poll on people going to Easter service, and it's like f- half of the people who say they go every year uh, hm. were going this year. So, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, there's a there's a hope.
1: Right.
3: But good the on them. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of people that just go Christmas and Easter. They're called Creasters. Right. And if only half of them show up, it's still going to be really crowded.
0: Yes.
2: I mean, I do feel like the media has a little blowing this up a little bit sometimes. I mean, it is getting bad, but they're not talking about the good shit that often.
3: Well, the problem, though, is that we, we went down in this nice valley and we're down at the at the same level... That we were last summer We're not low We are as low as we were at the peak of last summer
2: Right, I, and I agree with you And you know, and then Joe Biden offended Neanderthals And things yeah. just went out of You know, out of whack <laughs> Oh no, he was he
1: de- he was he was thumbs down on Neanderthals Someone else
2: defended Neanderthals No, I said he offended them
0: offended.
1: Oh, offended, I thought you said defended oh, I said God I think no. it was the opposite No, no, yes. no, he
2: shit on those poor Neanderthals <laughs> <laughs> I hear he's locking them in cages too <laughs> Probably yeah. He's locking up in cages with Hunter. I mean, uh, what's a dog's name? Butch. I don't know what his dog's <laughs> name is. <laughs> Major. Major. I knew, I knew it's something weird like that.
0: <laughs> Major and Champ, yeah. uh, which are perfect Biden dog names. Um. So also, I wanted to mention over on Nature, there's an article about herd immunity and the fact that herd immunity might be impossible. So you know, that's a thing yeah Um, right there's no clear evidence yet i'm people are working on this as to whether or not people who got the vaccine can still transport carry and transport the virus uh meaning that if you got your vaccine you may still be a carrier even um, you and you would be an asymptomatic carrier because you you wouldn't necessarily be sick it's you know, it's 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 unlikely since it's not going to be affecting you and your immune system is stamping it down. You're not going to be as transmissible as you would have anyway. Also, the vaccine rollout very uneven. Um, there's new variants that that are problematic and are going to keep cropping up until we get a uh, handle on the, the
3: the pool. So
0: right, the new variants are going. To, I mean, the virus it mutates. It, that's that's. It's just what it does. That's what all viruses do. And if until we can get it under control, the the cases that we're at now, like you said, same as, as last summer, that, that means it's reproducing quickly. And if it reproduces quickly, it makes mutations. That's yep. just how it works.
2: So basically, this is just going to be a part of our life. You're going to get two vaccines.
3: Yeah. You get a flu and a COVID. Yeah. Right. And it'll flare up in pockets and it'll get tamped down again. Yeah, and I'll sure get into the dummies. you know an, odd, an an old age home here and there, and it, it, this is just going to be part of life now. It's not going to be you know the 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 firestorm that it's been for the past year, but it's not going away.
2: Hey, speaking of old age homes, it seems like Andrew Cuomo's method of just going no and ignoring the problem is working <laughs> out great for him.
0: Yeah, we'll nobody see.
2: nobody talked about him this week.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll see how it goes when you know voting next year. But you're right. I mean, he's going to serve out the rest of his you know term, so. Well, there's this investigation going on still, so I have to wait and see what comes out of that, but
2: yeah,
3: that'll bring it back up again. But that's going to be, you know, six weeks, two months, who knows?
2: But he's not really denied anything. There was the one thing he denied, the up the shirt thing. Mm. But other than that, he's been like, sorry, man, I just don't know how to hit on women, and I'm sorry I made them feel creepy. <laughs> I'm not happy about this, but I'm kind of happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like we have our own Trump, <laughs> sort of. <laughs>
0: Well, we compared him to Trump in the very beginning. He has several things in common with Trump.
1: Oh, yeah. That's why they were an MSI. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Last uh, coronavirus thing. Uh, There's an article on CNN. Seriously, stop sharing your vaccine cards on social media. I mean, so (laughs) I I get it. You want to say, hey, I got my vaccine. You're promoting the vaccine. I like that. Um, just stop sharing the actual card because it does have a few pieces of information on it that you may think are completely innocuous and th- they don't matter, but they they really do It does have your birthday, it has the uh the where you got the vaccine, it has the lot number, clinic location, the brand of the vaccine it's like it's just it's minor stuff that people who do work in identity theft it's just another piece of the puzzle. If they're working on you, mm. so just just stop sharing the card, right?
3: Like, <laughs> it, yeah, it falls under you know the just the logical things to do. Don't use the same password on all of your official websites, your bank. No dice. Always <laughs> get a password storage device and use it. Use complex passwords and don't use the same one in more than one place.
2: Oh my God! What are you talking about, Gary? <laughs> Yeah, I got a rotating two. And the, <laughs> Yeah and, buddy And there may and there may be some variants on those two for just depending. And if there is, I fucking forgot what the variant was.
0: <laughs> uh, you're doomed. <laughs> the problem with that is if somebody does hack one of your accounts, they they have access to everything. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess they're going to be playing all my Steam games.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, you can treat your bank and your and Steam as you know separate levels of security.
2: <laughs> oh no, Mike! Well, first of all, I was doing some online banking, and that had a legitimately crazy fucking password that Chrome remembered for me, which I felt was a little unsecure. so I just mm-hmm. stopped doing that.
3: And use second factor, use security questions, do all those things. Anyway, this is, is oh.
0: somebody you know who has has suffered from identity theft, so. Twice. Uh, Really? Yeah. Oh,
2: shit. Okay, I mean, yeah, if that happened to me, then definitely. I know someone hacked my OkCupid account. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this fucking weird shit. (laughs) The guy hacked my account, right? Oh, Jeff, it uh, it didn't look like you. (laughs) Changed the picture. It's so weird. All he did was hack my username. Now, keep in mind, to make an OkCupid account is absolutely 100% free. (laughs) Why hack my account? Right? and then change all the info on it. It made no sense to me. He didn't pretend to be me. He really wanted to lure women in with the name Crapweasel. I guess so.
3: <laughs> do you get, um, you know, what do you call it, reputation points or something? He wanted a built-in reputation?
2: Nope. You don't huh. get reputation points. You get nothing. He changed where he lived. He changed everything about it. Except he stole my account. That's weird. <laughs> and then it took OkCupid like six months to finally, when I was like, Yo, that is not me. Because <laughs> I went in there and changed all his info. <laughs> and I had all this fucked up shit in there. Like, uh, me like women, me like boobies, you know, all this <laughs> kind of shit
3: like that. What? And, That's he, I, that and I
2: swear strange. he tried to report me. He stole my account, Karen. I was already dating somebody at this point. So okay. honey, shit. I fucked the whole account up for her. <laughs>
1: Me like women, me like boobies. That sounds like you spot on. (laughs) I feel like you're confused.
0: I think maybe you just forgot. Yeah. (laughs) All right, last couple stories I got. Uh, I wanted to mention Jeopardy. That's right, the TV show Jeopardy. Uh, I'm a fan. Ian's a bigger fan. I I have to mention this because this is a show that is based on facts. You have to know facts. Uh, Their latest guest host... Is Doctor Oz
2: not the Oz Master. Oh, that no. shocked me. That shocked me when I saw
0: that. <laughs> wow, that image is well, he's, just—he's a host.
2: He is
1: gross, and I, you know, we know, you know, the truth about him. But they needed a guest host. He's a host. That's what he does professionally. Mm, sure. I heard he's, people probably all, to, hes probably already owned by their network. <laughs> he's charismatic. He is well spoken.
2: Boom. I heard people were trying to get him removed, though. There was a petition to get him off the show. Oh, for sure. I mean, seriously, they couldn't get Ken Jennings for an extra week, right? <laughs> over
0: this guy. <laughs> now he is only slated to be host for two weeks, but uh, t- to me, that's too much. Like, I think it just—it just—I—I'm I, against it because I've always—I always had a lot of respect for Alec Trebek. Like. He seemed to be based in what he was doing. He was based in facts. You could believe what he had to say. He wouldn't say things just willy-nilly because he, he would only say things that he knew was were to be true. And We never
2: found out that Alex Trebek was sticking copper rods up his butt. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And he was really mean to that
1: contestant that liked nerdcore rap. <clears throat> it was exquisite. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, The final thing that I have back on Bigfoot, I'd like these Bigfoot stories. There is a new documentary coming out on Hulu called Sasquatch. It's going to examine whether a Bigfoot murdered three guys on a dope farm. So there were, uh, so there's this dope farm. It's called the Green Triangle and it's the, the, a massive amount. It's not just one farm, but it's like a massive amount of, of marijuana grown there, right? And, uh, people go up there and try to, to, to grow themselves. I highly recommend you do not do this because <laughs> it is a violent area. The Emerald Triangle is the people who control it want to keep control of it, and they don't like outsiders. So, uh clearly, <laughs> Bigfoot is the person who tore apart Seriously. these three people and dismembered them. But Limb from limb? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Bigfoot's very
2: anti-weed. Absolutely.
1: I can't... <laughs> he had Think a
2: competing farm on the other side of the mountain. <laughs>
1: I are going to say, poor Bigfoot. Here, here we... Three dudes get hacked up by a group of ATF agents who so are like, now what should we do?
2: I know, let's blame Bigfoot. <laughs> and they just walk away. they like, get the foot molds out of the van. You don't blame this one on Squatch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's done by a journalist yeah. named David Holdhouse, who I don't remember him specifically, but he's done other things, other documentaries. He has gone undercover in journalism, which is holy fucking crazy. But he's like, he went undercover as a neo Nazi skinhead to get oh. the, a story on them. Um, he's gone undercover in just different places. So this time he's doing, uh, he did a documentary about uh yeah the emerald triangle and and sasquatch ripping apart three men who tried to move in on land where other people very were very lucrative territory
1: yeah.
0: hmm. I mean if bigfoot exists poor guy like why is he getting blamed for this seriously <laughs> he doesn't exist but
1: way to go biden
2: <laughs> first the keystone pipeline and now squatch <laughs> i'm going to answer that documentary's big question right now no
0: <laughs> no <laughs> right <laughs> All right, Uh, that's all I've got. You guys got anything else?
2: No, sir. Not at all.
0: Nope. All right, well, that's uh, going to be it for this week. I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, Uh, especially you two who could join us tonight. We do appreciate it. Uh, If uh, you enjoy the podcast, you could... Help us out by going to our Patreon page and supporting us. Uh, if you can't do that, you could still share the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Um, if you want to contact us again, Facebook page or at ProfaneArg on Twitter. Uh, also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, named uh, all the uh, archived and current podcasts for your listening pleasure. I want to thank you again for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.